Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to KHM Today, your weekly resource for industry news and straight up fun. I'm your host, Carolyn Orff, and today is February 21st, 2024. This time next week, I will be sailing along with many of my uh, supplier partners, colleagues, wonderful agents in our in our group um, on uh, the Crystal Awards Conference and um, uh, yes, Crystal Awards <laughs> and conference on board the Celebrity Reflection. We're really excited and getting all that last minute prep handled. It's really just amazing. And we're so looking forward to seeing so many of you on board next week. Don't forget about us though. We'll be releasing a short and the, and a podcast um, regardless of whether or not we're here live. So be sure to look out for those on YouTube and of course your favorite podcast platforms. Before we get to our guest today, I just wanted to to ask you guys, let us know that you're here by posting um, in the in the public chat. But I wanted to ask all of you, how many of you are using AI in your business? The reason I ask is there was a really interesting article this week in the Washington Post about a um, a gentleman who filed a claim with the Canadian Tribunal for travel, uh, saying that a chatbot gave him in incorrect advice when it came to looking for a bereavement fair with Air Canada. And he ended up filing this claim. Air Canada came back and said, well, you know, the chatbot was wrong. We're not responsible for it. And the tribunal came back and said, you absolutely are. You're responsible for the information that the chatbot is giving on your website. And sure enough, they came back and awarded this gentleman damages in excess of any discount that Air Canada would have given him in the first place. So uh, really, really interesting. And it just goes to show where does AI fit into your business? And what do you have to do to make sure that you are covered um, with the information that you're, you're pulling from there? So really interesting stuff. If you haven't seen the article, go check it out in the Washington Post. Let's see what our first guest has to say about this topic. Please welcome for the first time ever, President of Vacation Express, Renee Jongmans. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. It's so great to finally have you on the show. Um, yeah. We talked a little bit just a minute ago about AI. Has Vacation Express pulled this or talked about pulling AI into, into their business model at all? It's, it's, it's kind of a yes and a no or a happy medium for some. Well, you know, when, when when I hear about AI, I think about all inclusive. So we've been we've been talking about it for the past thirty years. So yes, it's a That's huge true. part of my business. So um, you know, we, we've got it covered. But um, as far as the other part is, you know, we've started to, to talk about it. You know, we have so much going on at the moment that's like so current um, that it really hasn't like uh, infiltrated us much. But of course, it is one of those things that we all have to start thinking about, in particular right. for the reasons you mentioned. Um, you know, credit card fraud, actually, it came up once that it was all just, um, you know, fake what they submitted to us. So those are things we're all going to have to pay attention mm -hmm. to. Um, and we know it's something that's in the future. But at the moment, when I think AI, I just think about selling all inclusive hotels. And and isn't that funny how these these terms transfer depending on what business you're in? Um, well, I'm so happy that you're with us today. Before we get in kind of the nitty gritty, I'd love to do some rapid fire questions with you to kind of get to know you a little bit better outside of your role. Are you ready? Oh, let's I know. See. <laughs> really, really fast. What was your first job? My first job was uh, uh, cleaning dishes in a restaurant, dishwashing. What, 
Perfect. What 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 is your favorite month? Um, June, my birthday. Your favorite season? Season? Oh, I love spring. I love fall. Um, now winter in Atlanta, where I'm based, beautiful. It's sunny and cold. I love it too. So I, I guess a lot of them. <laughs> awesome. Is it, what is your favorite type of music? You know, it depends on the mood. I'm ah. just currently just when I work, I have some relaxing spa music on. But then when I really need to wake up, I'm currently playing like all this like African dance and, and uh, disco beats and, ah. you know, fun, old music. So it's a variety. Yes. I love it. Where did you grow up? Netherlands. Born, raised, educated. Yes. And what is your favorite dessert? Ooh, I've been uh, avoiding dessert since I had such <laughs> a great travel in January. So I've been skipping it all. But anything you give me with chocolates, I mean, yes. you can't beat that. I love it. Well, thanks for playing with this. I think it's interesting when you were talking about your music. Um, I find that I, I have a hard time with music because I end up playing DJ. And I, I'm looking for songs instead of actually working. So I find that music doesn't work for me. I can have the TV on, but music I get too into. So okay. um, it's uh -huh. funny that you you have different genres for whatever you're doing. Whatever um, it is. Yes. Yes, exactly. So share with us a little bit about your background. How did you find yourself at Vacation Express? You know, it's actually an interesting story because, as I mentioned, you know, born, raised, educated, graduated in the Netherlands. And then I had my internship, actually, in St. Martin. I was uh, uh, doing a degree in business, but always loved tourism. So I had a three-month internship in St. Martin, which was fantastic. I was, I don't know, what, 21 years old. And then I graduated and I went straight back to St. Martin and I stayed there for three years in the hotel business ended up being general manager at one of the properties at like age, whatever, 24, 25. And Vacation Express was one of my accounts. And I got to know them. And then I ended up moving to um, to Atlanta and the U.S., which has now been more than 30 years ago. And that's kind of, I'm, I'm now with Vacation wow. Express for more than 30 years. So, yeah. Wow. Who knew from St. Martin? I know, right? Yes, that's why it's still my favorite destination. I love to go back. It still feels like home. Absolutely. Um, that's awesome. Um, so what are you most excited about when it comes to travel in 2024? I just feel like it's exploded even more than it than it has in years past. What what yeah. gets you excited? You know, I guess when it comes to our business, which is more Caribbean, Mexico, Costa Rica, right? As just specifically as to what our company does. You know, I'm excited about new hotel openings. There's always something new going on. And you're like, oh, my gosh, another great hotel or hotels are completely renovating and uh, then they're new and, and up to date. So when it comes to our product, I think it's very exciting. Um, also, when it comes to um, more destinations being accessible. Um, and again, sometimes no matter what city you're in in the U.S., it's very hard to get to some of the smaller destinations. But, you know, we're lucky that I just uh, found out not too long ago that, for example, Delta is going to fly daily starting November from Atlanta to Curacao and Barbados, wow. which were really difficult destinations to get to because it was mainly American Airlines from Miami or Charlotte or JetBlue from uh, from JFK. So, yeah, on a business level, you know, I think that's exciting because it really opens up these destinations a lot more. Um, and when it comes to personal travel, you know, I travel all over the world and I go to fun destinations and off the beaten path destinations. So on a personal level, I got so many trips scheduled this year that I'm excited <laughs> about. Um, and, um, but I think that's the good thing. So many destinations are more accessible worldwide. 
And I think being in this industry allows us, you know, whether you're a travel agent, a consumer, you know, or me, it's in this business to just explore those great destinations because travel is fun. You know, it's the best thing you can do. Are you seeing some trends speaking of, of, new hotels and and refurbished hotels are you seeing certain things being added to hotels like we're seeing with cruise lines right we see certain trends happening um are you seeing that with hotels well i would say the one thing that a lot of hotels talk about and only some have implemented it is pickleball you know pickleball has just become such a huge phenomenon in the u.s so a lot of hotels say oh yeah we're thinking about it we heard about it um, so I think that's more on a on a general level. Right. But, you know, in talking to some larger hotel companies is they have really seen that the U.S. market, you know, the U.S. travel market has been the most resilient market um, during and since COVID. So they've really geared a lot of their product more towards U.S. travelers. So as it may have been like a very split between European or other cultures, but they've really just decided that, yes, we've seen that the U.S. market just for the Caribbean, Mexico remains so strong that, you know, if they want to stay uh, on top of it and be part of it, they really have to adapt to that. Whether it's their sports bars or the menus or, um, you know, whatever those things may be that Americans are more uh, looking for versus Europeans or other cultures. Mm-hmm. I feel like water parks and rooms that fit five people mm-hmm. yes, are becoming families. more commonplace. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of hotels are, are looking into that and it's always more options. And like you mentioned, the cruise lines, of course, are very good at that. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, water parks are becoming more important for families. So I think each of the hotels and the companies, they really know what market they want to cater to. And they're constantly making improvements and investments to make the products better. And, and I think that's certainly exciting about this upcoming year as well. Do you see any particular challenges? I feel like maybe <laughs> last year, one of the challenges was air. And I think the cost of air might be, you know, in 2024 might be a challenge for people. Um, are you seeing that on the business side with Vacation Express? Are there certain challenges that that, you know, you're you're presenting being presented with and looking for ways to overcome them? You know what? I guess in this industry, and like I said, I've been doing this for a very long time now. Um, there's always challenges. Yeah. And. I think at this point, nothing really phases us anymore because you're just so used to adapting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our company is, is very flexible. Uh, we make decisions very quickly. But yes, you're right. When it comes in particular to airfare, um, it can get challenging. You know, airlines do change the rules all the time on the kinds of tickets that they have and more restrictions and, and other things that just make it more complex. But when it comes to airfare, you know, I see it go up and down a lot. You know, sometimes there's like $800 airfare, but then... Maybe some negative news comes out about a certain destination. Next week, the airfare is $200. So mm-hmm. I would say just the fluctuations are are always there. Um, and it's just something, you know, that we just have to deal with in our industry. Mm-hmm. It's part of our business. And it's kind of what keeps it exciting as well. I think that we use the term um, flexible, pivot, pliable so yes. much after COVID. <laughs> yes. And I don't know that those words have really changed, right? No. We, we haven't been able to go back to, I think, what we were, which I think we always had to be those things. Mm-hmm. We just maybe have to be them even more so. And, yeah. and we have to figure out how to um, make that work within our, within our business. 
Uh, and maybe that's been the good thing, right? That it's kind of we've gotten a, a, a accustomed to it and just, right. you know, we have to change. And you're right. I mean, it's about pivot and change. And now you're like, okay, you know, nothing was worse than, than COVID and how it all right. affected our businesses. So anything that happens now, we're like, sure, no problem. We'll deal with it. Right? And our ability, at least from the travel advisor side, our ability to do that has made us invaluable. For right, sure. that we can that we can think on a on a dime like that and be able to say, all right, here are your options. Absolutely, here's what yes. I can do. Here's what I need you to do. So I think that's the reason why we have begin become even more relevant in Absolutely. the industry is because we we can we can think like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love it. Okay, so tell me, what's the best part of your job? <laughs> oh my gosh, like I would just really say like everything. And that's not a, an understatement because I truly enjoy everything that I do every single day for the past, what, 32 years now. Um, you know, just something about this industry that no matter what situation you're in, it's just such a, an amazing industry to be able to travel and enjoy. Um, in particular for me, just as president of a company, you know, I have obviously a lot of different hats, you know, that I wear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would say mainly three parts, right? So one part is travel agents who are, you know, my clients as well. And I think it just keeps it exciting. I mean, there's so many wonderful relationships that we have. Um, I get to travel with a lot of them during our President's Club retreats for our top accounts, or last night I had a trade show in Atlanta where I meet a lot of agents. So I think that part is just always fun and exciting. Um, I also deal with a lot of hotel companies. I'm also involved in that part. So it's a different part of the business, which is a lot of fun as well. Um, You know, negotiating with hotels when needed or being part of those um, higher level meetings. Um, And then, you know, internally with our employees, you know, and we have such a great team of people. We like to have fun. We work hard, but we also like to have fun. So, yeah, the industry is so dynamic. Um, You know, our jobs are very dynamic in what I do every day. I'm a Gemini. So, you know, we need that change, you know, like when things get all like this, we're just kind of getting bored. Um, But I I would say I, I have the perfect job and I wouldn't change it for anything. I don't know that I've ever heard someone say they have the perfect job. Usually when I ask that question, I get, you know, three or four bullet points. Everyone really loves their jobs. That's this industry, Mm -hmm. right? But I don't know that I've ever heard the words, I have the perfect job. I have the perfect job. I'm like, no, 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 what? Yeah. I know. Well, it's the truth. Yes. Um, and I do have firsthand experience with many of your team members and I can, I can see why you like your job. Um, they're great people. And I think at the core, that's what I always love to remember about all of our suppliers that we work with at the core. There's just some really good, genuine people who are, um, trying their best to, to work for us. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, the fact that we are at the end of the day in a fun industry, right? It's, it's vacations, a great destinations, whether it's, you know, like I said, what we sell Caribbean, Mexico, Costa Rica, where I personally like to go to. Um, you know, this is such a great industry and we really have to appreciate it every day that we have this opportunity to be in it. Tough times, you know, but that's part of life. Right. And then uh, but there's so many good times and, and, and wonderful moments to share that um, it certainly is. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed to be in this and lucky how I got into this. Right. An internship no, with Martin and ending up here with Vacation Express. So but hey, that's just the way it all went down. Well, and it's a great story. And we thank you so much for being here today. And we absolutely love partnering with Vacation Express. So we can't thank you guys enough. Um, Have a wonderful rest of your week. And thank you for spending time with us today. It was great. Thanks for having me. We'll do it again. (laughs) Absolutely. We'll see you soon. Take care. See you guys. Bye.
Isn't that fun? Oh my gosh, what a strange story. It kind of feels a little bit of my own journey from from school to to this place that I'm at. Um, I love when people have entered this this business on random circumstances. Um, I am very excited to welcome our next guest. She is one of the co-founders of the Association of Black Travel Professionals, and we are excited to have her here today as we um, celebrate and recognize Black History Month. So please welcome Miranda Adkins. Hello. <laughs> Thank How are you, you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for being here. I want to point out, even though it's backwards on the screen, your fantastic t-shirt, <laughs> support, educate, and advocate. So, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, how this started for you, and um, we'll go from there. I'm so interested. Yeah, so I've, I've actually been in the uh, travel industry for about 24 years now. Um, I actually got my start. Now that Renee's off the phone, I can say this word. I actually used to work uh, at Travel Impressions for uh, several years. So vacation uh, VE and I was based in our Atlanta office. So VE and Travel Impressions were kind of like right there together. So that's kind of <laughs> funny. Um, but yeah, so I started I started uh, with Travel Impressions almost right out of college. And in 2014, I decided to leave and start my own agency. And so just just navigating the, the world of being an independent travel agent mm -hmm. and trying to figure everything out, um, just noticed that there was like a little bit of a gap in the industry uh, for, for events and things like that that I was at. Sometimes when I was going to some award shows and things like that, I would be one of uh, only a few or a handful of blacks there. And I met um, our other co-founder, Shantae Harrison, and a Facebook group. Uh, ironically enough, I'm not very social on social media, but I answered a question that she had and that just bloomed into this uh, wonderful organization over the years. We used to just... Um, you know, bounce questions off of each other and things like that. And because I had come from the wholesale side of stuff, she would always tell me, oh, you need to teach a class. You need to teach a class. And so when um, I got the idea for Association of Black Travel Professionals, I called her one night and was like, hey, I just created this website and this organization. Send me your headshot. So you're coming with me. And she's like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> So that's kind of it was something that we had talked about. And, you know, just with everything that was going on in 2020, there were a lot of agents that didn't have their agency set up properly to get some of the government programs that were available. And then we were just seeing, you know, like I said, not having like that big of an industry presence at events mm -hmm. and things like that. And that's what prompted us to go ahead and say, hey, so we spent COVID, instead of sending people to travel, we spent most of our time developing this organization. <laughs> That's amazing. So what are some of what do you, what are some of the things you do throughout the year to support agents? Yeah, so of course we have um, supplier trainings, but I tell people, you know, that's just one part of it because you can always get the suppliers to come on and mm -hmm. talk about their products. I think one of our biggest strengths with ABTP is the the camaraderie and the peer-to-peer -peer, like sessions that we have. We spend a lot of time like bouncing ideas off of each other. Shantae and I like to say that the two of us, we don't know everything, but everything that we do know, we're willing to share with our members yeah. and the other agents. So we really pride ourselves on being an organization that will 
share knowledge. Like we're not about gatekeeping and just, oh, just giving you part of the information. Like we've sat on the phone with agents to, you know, help them figure out processes and procedures and plan group trips. And so that, that, those are the main things that we do. We do have, and we have those trainings. We have some road shows where we actually get out and get to meet agents along with suppliers to help them, you know, learn about new products and things like that. And then our biggest event throughout the year is our annual summit. Um, And we have it in a different location this year is August 15th through the 18th in Louisville, Kentucky. So that's a great opportunity. We have trade show suppliers there. We have presentations. We do peer to peer. We have some parties. So it's kind of like an all work play weekend. (laughs) When you think about um, your membership, are you looking at mostly home based agents or some brick and mortar? We have we have a couple of uh, we do have some brick and mortar agents um, and then we also and we have obviously people that are with hosts that are home based. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have we have a we have a variety of agents and as well as skill levels. We have agents that are brand new that are just starting out as well as agents that are doing, you know, multimillion in sales each year. Mm-hmm. So it's great for our members to be able to learn. And I always tell people no matter what your level of experiences there's a place for you at abtp because we do have some of those agents that have more experience that feel the same way as shantae and i feel like hey let's let's share this information let's help Mm -hmm. everybody you know Mm -hmm. kind of get there so yeah it sounds like um the community is is a huge piece of this and the reason i asked the question about home base is you know I'm home-based and it can be very isolating sometimes, you know, you can find yourself in your basement office for hours on end, not speaking to anyone and just listening to music right on the other end. And that sense of community and, and camaraderie and, and being able to bounce ideas off of each other is so important. Um, And I love the idea of, of the more experienced assisting those that, that maybe aren't so experienced and, but are willing to learn and educate themselves. Um, what have you found to be the most challenging piece of running your own organization? Oh, goodness. It's, you know what? It's crazy because Shantae and I still have our full-time travel agencies. Yeah. So just trying to balance the two and being there for our members as well. Mm-hmm. So it's been, it's been a, it's, it's definitely been a labor of love to get ABTP off the ground, but I just felt like it was, and we felt like, I won't just say me, um, I think I can speak for her on this part, to say we just felt like it was, it was something that was really important to the industry for us to have. And we hear from so many agents that, oh my God, I'm so glad I found an ABTP because mm-hmm. sometimes you get in a room with people and they have this crazy experience level. And even we had we had this happen at our summit last year. It was, you know, somebody threw out what their sales numbers were and it kind of made everybody fade back <laughs> a little bit. Like, wait a minute, I'm not there. And so we saw we saw that. And, you know, it just took us going up the next day and, and, and Shantae and I got up and was like, hey, don't let anybody yep. dim your light. You know, just because that person is here, you're going to get there. That's that's why you're here at this conference. Mm-hmm. That's why you're here trying to learn. And so that just that that sense of community that you talked about is what helps us keep going, even though it's the challenges. And then it's sometimes one of our other challenges is just making sure that everybody knows there's a place for them yeah. at ABTP, because sometimes people feel like, oh, my sales are too low. I'll wait until I get there or, oh, 
I don't know if there's really going to be anything for me because I'm already here. So we're just trying really hard to make sure we make everyone feel feel welcome. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think this is the industry where if you think you know it all, you don't. You don't. <laughs> and, and, you know, in my role at KHM, I'm always, you know, I, I do a lot of our educational events. And I say on the first day, I do not know it all. I fully expect to walk out of here with at least a page of ideas for every single one of yep. you in the room. Like, yep. and if I'm not in that attitude, then I'm not doing my job, right? Because we all have something to share. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, but someone who comes in and is brand new, sometimes they have the best ideas. Absolutely. They get a different perspective. Absolutely. Um, so it's just, you know, sometimes you have to, teach the old dog new tricks, right? Yeah, you know what, it's funny, even though we're a couple years removed from COVID, it, I mean, I think that taught all of us that none of us knew as much as we right? thought we did about the travel right? industry. Because it was just like, oh my God, we gotta shift everything that we've, that we've been doing, That's, so yeah. We yeah. were comfortable and now we almost have to, we have to almost reacquaint ourselves with rules yeah. and protocols yeah. and, and um, really be looking at things almost weekly absolutely with suppliers to make sure that things haven't changed yeah absolutely. um so february is black history month do you have special ways that you recognize or encourage people to recognize or celebrate this month so you know what i always tell people that i feel like every month i know that february is the month that we kind of nationally do right. it but every month is black history um yeah. for us and I just kind of feel like, you know, there's there's definitely things that people can do, but I want people to realize that our history is a long history and it's not just limited to, to this one month. So there's always ways of things you can do, like volunteer with organizations, you know, make posts about different um, different pioneers that, that were African-American in our history. So um, there's always ways to celebrate to celebrate Black history. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. I think what you guys are doing is incredible. I love the sense of community that you're providing to people and the educational aspect and, you know, making sure that there's a home for everyone. I, I love that sentiment. So we thank you so much for being here and taking your time. And hopefully next time, Shantae can join us as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. All right. Take care. All righty. Bye-bye. Thank you all for joining us today with two very, very, very special guests. Um, thank you to our sponsors for their continued support of KHM Today, especially Apple Leisure Group. Next week, we'll be on the Celebrity Reflection. Woohoo! But don't forget, we have a short releasing and our podcast, so um, be sure to check it out. And then please join me back here live on March 6th for International Women's Day. We have a fantastic panel for you, so we look forward to seeing you soon. Take care, everyone.